Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's a big day. It's a big night. Come on in. It's a meat Friday, by the way, in case you're wondering. The Traeger Grills fired up, and so are we. Chimichurras, smoked ribeyes, garlic mashed potatoes, and roasted broccoli with Parmesan. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Todd will be singing tonight. Uh, he's getting uh, some phone calls of encouragement, uh, some tweets of encouragement. I believe there's encouragement in those tweets or emails, Todd. Yeah, you get a, you're going to kill it, and then you're going to get a, you're going to get killed. <laughs> you're going to crush it. They're going to crush you. Well, we're thinking positive. We are thinking positive. Yes, we are. There's nothing to be gained by negative thought. No, but it's going to be a great night tonight, and uh, we want to thank. Darius Rucker, once again, for allowing this to happen. He lost the bet to Todd, and Todd gets to sing two songs tonight, <laughs> and he's going to sing Hall of Notes. Still, I, 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 I'm not going to believe it until I see Todd walk out there. Like Seaton said, how bizarre is it for you to utter those words into a national radio and TV market? You're going to sound check today with Darius Rucker. Paul Feinbaum, ESPN College football analyst, Mr. SEC. Uh, he'll join us coming up here in a little bit. ESPN is reporting that Arizona is on the verge of leaving to go to the Pac-12. It's not a question of if, but when. The question is, who follows Arizona State? Uh, Paul Feinbaum had this to say, where he said, if I'm Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah, I would jump, run, do anything to get away from the Pac-12. And uh, he'll join us coming up. And we talked about a couple of different scenarios here. Can Oregon do something without Oregon State? Can Washington do something without Washington State? Do the local governments get involved like they did with Virginia and Virginia Tech? Arizona, Arizona State, is that a package deal? You would think that. But, you know, and, and if even if you have this TV uh, contract, do you have a TV partner, it's Apple TV, well, who's going to want to watch a conference that doesn't have Dion, USC, UCLA, and then if Oregon happens to leave, you might go, hey, you've got a TV partner. Well, I'll tune in. It's like having a streaming service, and then you go, there's nothing on that streaming service. Like, why am I watching this? Uh, let, let me go to where the other you know, streaming services are that they're showing you know, great quality, great, great content here. And they're just going to get uh, kind of nudged out of all of this. Even if they do lose those schools, can you bring some other schools in? 
Can you keep this afloat? Um, so that's what's going on right now. And uh, it went from nobody's talking about anything to everybody's talking about realignment. Now Florida State wants out of the ACC. Does Clemson want out of the ACC? Uh, would, would the SEC absorb anybody? Uh, would they take Clemson? Now, you can say an obvious yes, but I don't know what Greg Sankey and the SEC's logic would be with expansion. Uh, would you take Florida State? Would that be a disservice to Florida? But these are all the things that are happening or at least being discussed in real time. 877-3DP-SHOW. Operator Tyler standing by, taking your phone calls. The poll question from hour one, and what are we going to go with in hour two, Seaton? Hour one, Dan, we had which disappointing quarterback will end up being good. Uh, right now, Trey Lance is winning with 36% of the mm. vote. Then it's basically a three-way tie. Uh, Sam Darnold a little bit in the lead, followed by Baker Mayfield, Zach Wilson in last. But it's basically a three-way split between them. Uh, I was entertained last night. But I went in wanting to see these quarterbacks, Zach Wilson, Dorian Thompson, Robinson, and uh, even Kellen Mond, just to sort of see how they're handling this. Uh, DTR has been, what, he's had five practices. But he looked good, he's fun, and he's a kid I'm rooting for. And Zach Wilson, I thought he looked good. Now, granted, yes, it's preseason. But I'll take that. You know, if you're looking for any kind of positivity, certainly with Zach Wilson, you're like, all right, let me see how he handles this. With Aaron Rodgers watching, and he threw a touchdown pass, but uh, there's a couple of guys out of that game that maybe will uh, stick. Maybe uh, they'll stick in your memory bank in you know second half of the season or playoff. You go, oh, I, I remember that guy in the preseason. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Uh, so what are we going to go with hour two, Seton O'Connor? Hour two, Dan, we actually borrowed this one from Snoop Dogg. Um, okay. <laughs> t- tonight, Todd's performance will be incredible, incredibly bad. Oh. <laughs> tonight, Todd's performance will be incredible, incredibly bad. Well, I was wondering, what are you rooting for? Uh, right now, it is 50-50. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Can we be honest? If I go around the room, what you do? I want the question to be: What are you rooting for, or or how do you think this plays out? How do you think this plays out? Let's do that. Let's be positive here. Will Todd be better than Demarcus Ware was singing the anthem last night? Oh boy. Mm. Yeah, Paulie. I'm going to give Demarcus Ware a lot of credit for having the guts to do it. Mm. He is a tribute to Demarius Thomas, who passed away. He's in a situation there where I'm sure it's not the best for. Echo and all that stuff. I thought he sang okay, but the guts to do it really steps it up for me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, Seaton, what do you think will happen tonight? Uh, not to go down the middle, but it's going to be somewhere between awesome and awful. There's going to be moments <laughs> of like, well, like, hey, all right, look, Todd, Todd did it, and you give him a lot of credit. It's going to be, I give him a lot of credit for getting up there, similar to what Paul just well, said. What could be awesomely awful. No, I don't think it's going to be a train okay. wreck. Okay. I don't I don't think it's going to be a train wreck at all. I think he's going to get up there, and he's going to sing exactly the way Todd sings. Okay. And it's going to be like, all right, you did it. Good for you. Marvin, what do you think? I think he's going to do well, but I think he's going to overstay his welcome. Okay. And Darius is going to say, all, all right, all, all right, Fritzy, okay. <laughs> all right, Paulie? I think it's going to go very well. I think Fritzy knows how to sing Hall & Oates, can pull it off in this setting, and has 
As long as he listens to the people around him and keeps pace with them, it'll go great. I think Darius and his team are going to put together a set for him or a song for him with their arrangement, however they do it, and it's going to make it great because they're professional musicians. Mm. These are high-end musicians. Todd has never listened. If he listens completely. When we give advice, he doesn't listen. Correct. I mean, you listen. You you do not let it sink in. Is that fair with our relationship of a lot of things that I've told you and then you disregard them? Not completely, but uh, there have been times where I should have listened more or should have listened and I chose to go with what my instinct was and then it didn't work out well. The answer should have been just yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, Eden. To be fair to Todd, we did give him the advice of when you get on stage at Caroline's, don't acknowledge the audience, just get right into your bit. And he's been crushed for that ever since. He shouldn't have listened to me. He shouldn't have listened to <laughs> him. We very much were like, you don't get up there and say hi to the crowd, okay? You just get a, just go into your first joke. And it was, it's one of the biggest things he's been torched for. And wear a cowboy hat and boots. He's actually riding on a horse tonight. That would be fantastic <laughs> if you did that. I, I got to tell you, when I brought up him wearing a, the cowboy outfit that he bought at the boot barn in San Bernardino, I was not setting up for disaster. I actually thought it was a country concert and it would fit. I didn't think it through, but I actually was not, that was not a setup. There's going to be a lot of people there with uh, cowboy boots on, cowboy hats. Oh, look at this guy. He's probably going to sing Garth Brooks or Alan Jackson or Brooks and Dunn or something. What a haul of notes in that outfit? What? It okay. feels like the modern country outfit is not that. It's not a cowboy hat and one of those shirts and your jeans tucked into your cowboy boots. I don't, I don't go to a lot of country concerts, but that doesn't seem like the modern outfit. Yes, Marvin. I'm feeling like there's a lot of like trucker hats yeah. with, you know, the Rip American flags and, and guns. Okay. And like just a regular t-shirt, regular jeans, and maybe cowboy boots. Yeah. Maybe- gone, I go to a few country concerts and it's the women really good get into it. Guys, it could be a nice t-shirt, glasses, hat. Glasses? You like sunglasses. Oh. <laughs> Darius wears jeans, t-shirt, yeah. and cowboy boots. And a hat. And a hat. Yep. Yeah, that's that feels like the much more modern yeah. outfit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right. Oh, Let's go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you you were channeling your uh, Zach Brown. Is that what you're doing there? <laughs> yeah, uh, that's like one of the five country songs I know. Uh, rejoin music. You're going to be in the audience tonight, though. I will. Hey, Darius. Hey, it's me. <laughs> Do you think he'll single you out? Hey, I'll see you at the meeting. <laughs> yep, James of Virginia too. Yeah, I love He's that. Coming too. That'd be great. Uh, oh, Ryan in Honolulu wants to offer some encouragement oh, here. Hey, Ryan. Hello, Dan. Hey, Ryan. Wow, wow, Todd! Congratulations, brother. Seeing you with Darius Rucker tonight. Good luck. Thank you. I hope you don't think because we don't want to be with you. But what I want is for Fritzy to crush it. But if he doesn't, then let him cry. And when the booze falls down like rain, let Todd cook. Let Todd cook. I think Ryan should be opening for me tonight. That's Thank not, you. That's not Thank a bad you, rendition. It sounded like that he was uh, giving you some encouragement there. Right? Did in, you? In the backhanded way that Ryan <laughs> delivers it, yes. <laughs> Uh, anywho, <laughs> amazing. It 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 is. What a world! What a world! I know. I know. 
to be great. I mean, I I don't. It's going to be great no matter what. Man, I'm nervous. By the way, uh, songs are from the year we were born. That's the rejoin music. We already had Seton with uh, Cheap Trick, Surrender. Marvin, what was your song last hour? Yeah. So Michael Jackson, Marvin? I don't know. This wasn't my song. Oh, it wasn't. Oh, I thought this was yours. Uh, Paulie? This is mine. The Jackson 5. This song came out in the, uh, oh. think, in the fall of 69 when I was born. I was a big Jackson 5 fan. Mm. Uh, they were from Gary, Indiana, right across. Uh, his dad, Michael Jackson's dad, worked at U.S. Steel. My dad worked at U.S. Steel a little later. Um, and Michael Jackson's 11 singing this song. And this is a great, Who's Loving You? It gets better, and Michael hits all the high notes. Mm. He's 11 years old on national TV singing this song. Mm. Okay. I don't Ooh. know why I thought that was yours, Marvin. I like Michael. Okay. <laughs> why did you think Cheap Trick was his, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> Am I profiling here, and I, I didn't even know that? Yeah, because I'm more into surrender. I, I identify. Mommy's all right. Daddy's all right. Well, no, not no, daddy. you didn't have no, daddy. No, not daddy. Yeah. Seen a little mommy, mommy, yeah, mommy. She just seems a little weird. <laughs> it's so, it's so true. Listening to that song, like, could you never think your parents were young? Like, oh my gosh, right. yeah. this woman was born old. Yeah, and my mom was like thirty four, and I was fourteen. I was like, God, you were just so old, woman. I know. We look back and we go, you know, that your parents, how old were they when they had you? And then what were le- what were we like when? You know, we were that age. And, you know, I remember when my dad died, he was 54. And I, I got to 54 and I went, damn, this yeah. is young. And, and then, you, st- you know, he's got six kids and you got a mortgage and you got like all these crazy things. We grew up, we're like, you know, life is pretty good. Yeah, get a bologna sandwich, get an apple and some raisins. That's all I needed. Yeah, Seton. Yeah, like I can remember my parents' 40th birthday parties and... <laughs> You know, being like, well, this is so old. Look, they, they got mugs saying they're 40 now. Oh, my God. I blew past 40. Uh, you you blew a .18. I blew well past a .40. Exactly. Uh, Aaron, Aaron in Fort Wayne joins us. Hey, Aaron, what's on your mind today? Hey, Todd, best of luck to you. But for some reason, I'm visualizing you going out there like waving both hands like you're greeting a second-grade crowd, almost in the same way that Seinfeld bombed on purpose, like you're going to run out there and be like, hey, guys, who's ready to listen to some music? Are you ready for Todd? <laughs> and when you, when you started out that way, you're never <laughs> – you can't recover from that. So my advice to you, Todd, a great entrance. I mean, a one-piece white jumpsuit, come out like Elvis, mm. come out in a blaze of fire, because there's a long ways in between the backstage and actually getting out there to the middle. So don't screw that uh, up. Don't listen to Aaron, Todd. Hey, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to uh, screen these calls, because I want the best advice for you tonight. No Elvis jumpsuit. I, I love Elvis, but I'd say no. Gyrating with both hands in my uh, hips. Yeah. Later, Elvis. Yeah, like a heavier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Make sure you get that in. Sequin jumpsuit, Elvis? Yeah. That's messed up. It's, 
I know. On, guys. I know. Well, I can't give Todd early Elvis. <laughs> yeah, I'm sweating on. a lot. <laughs> Put on some weight. <laughs> give me a cheeseburger. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. That was a pretty good impression. All right. Dave in Iowa. Hi, Dave. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan, six four two fifty. Trying to think positive tonight for Fritzy. Okay. But I think I need to warn him mm. about a little bit of sabotage that might be going on with Darius. Ooh. I was at a concert, his concert in Dubuque a couple weeks ago. Saw him at a blackjack table after the show. I asked him to take a photo. He said, you know, very nicely said, no, I can't do that. I'm playing, but I love Dan Patrick, so I thought I'd pass that on. Mm. But as I walked away, I had an unconfirmed source approach me saying, did you upset him? He told you to suck it back row. (laughs) Oh, my my question to Fritzy, are you and Darius on good terms? As far as I know. I don't know if they're on terms. We don't like hang out no. regularly, but you know we'll communicate to get him on the show. Or... Yeah. Well, no. The last time you were trying to get him on, he did not appreciate. He said, "I'll come on as long as Fritzy stops texting oh, me." Oh, I don't think I was aware of that. I thought that was some other people. No, 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 no. It has been. There right? is other people. To be fair, yeah, there are other people. Bill saying, Murray, JJ Watt. JJ uh, Watt just did that. Hey, I'll come on. Just tell Todd stop texting me. That could be a past a little bit. All right, we'll take a break. That's not the first time we've heard that, by the way. No, it's not. No, it's not. Won't be the last either. Just trying to do your job, Todd. That's all you're trying to do. 11 texts in 45 minutes. I'll get back to him and tell him to relax. But do you do that? Do you have a friend or do you do that yourself where you call somebody, they don't answer, and then you call back like three minutes later? I got a friend who is OCD. He's a lot of things, but he'll, he'll call, and I might be, I'll send it to voicemail because I'm on the other you know, line. And then he'll call right back. And then I'll send it to voicemail. And then he'll text me. And I'll say, call me. And then I won't call him because I'm still on the phone. But it doesn't stop him. It's like you're, whatever you're doing in your world is not that important. And he, you know, he wants you to know, you've got to call me right now. I'll be like, no, nah, I don't need to. Do you do that, Todd? That's probably what happens with these people. Yeah, hey, I, I haven't I, heard from you in seven minutes. Yeah, I try not to. I try to give what I think is the right amount of time to hear back. And if I haven't, then I will politely check back again. That's my way of saying, you know, can you just give me a yes or no answer kind of thing. Paul Feinbaum is going to join us. Fritzy's been pestering him for most of the week. And uh, Paul caved in, and uh, we'll talk to him about the future of the Pac-12, uh, the Big 12, and the Big 10, and the ACC, the SEC. We got some drama unfolding this morning here. We're back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. 
Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The original light beer, 1975. Miller Lite. Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day. I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. I would no, lose. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. This isn't mine. This is mine. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Marvin. Johnny Cash. I didn't appreciate him. I don't know why I didn't. But then you go back and you listen to him, and you're like, why did... Man, this guy was the real deal, you know? He was the real deal. Uh, Keeper's Heart, award-winning Irish-American whiskey that brings the rich heritage of Irish and American whiskey-making traditions, and uh, they bring them together. That means the smoothness and richness of Irish whiskey and the boldness and complexity of American whiskey, creating a unique drinking experience like no other from the master distiller Brian Nation, who started Jameson. He has created Keeper's Heart. Ask for it. Uh, we ask for Paul Feinbaum, and Paul Feinbaum delivers. ESPN radio host and, uh, of course, the Paul Feinbaum show, the voice of the SEC, live every weekday at 3 Eastern on SEC Network and ESPN radio, back for uh, the 10th season of SEC Nation this fall, airing Saturdays at 10 a.m. Eastern on SEC Network. Uh, just got word that uh, the Pac-12 is, as we speak, Paul, they are basically asking all their members who's in and who's not, with Arizona perhaps out, maybe Arizona State out. Let's start with the Pac-12 with what you think it's going to eventually look like. Well, if you had called me an hour ago, I would have said it was about over for the Pac-12. But since your show began, uh, there there's a sudden change. And so it's a little bit hard to uh, figure out what they are thinking about right now since they don't know what they are doing, in my estimation. Uh, I think last night, Arizona was gone. Uh, that seemed to be all the in- indicators out of Tucson, and that perhaps meant Arizona State would join them. You had Oregon and Washington dealing with the Big Ten. But at this moment, Dan, I, I hate to, you know, act like I'm standing outside the federal courthouse in Washington. Uh, but at, at this moment in time, I don't think anybody knows which way it's going. It looks like the trend lines maybe that the league is going to be salvaged, although I don't know what purpose it would be for Arizona or Arizona State or anyone to stay in that league. Uh, they have nothing going for them. They have a, a ridiculously bad television offer on the table. Uh, so I would get out of there. But uh, again, I'm I'm just a talk show host. I'm not a university president with all the knowledge that they have. Oh, I don't know how much knowledge they have, certainly in the Pac-12 with what's gone on here. But why would you stay? Why would 
these schools stay? Uh, I, I think there's a lot of internal pressure. Uh, you know, as you probably know, Dan, because you follow college football, unlike a lot of national hosts, um, there, people value tradition. Now, I don't know why anyone values tradition, considering that the sport really doesn't honor it anymore. But there, there's this feeling among some, especially the president at Arizona State, that the Pac-12 really matters. It doesn't. Uh, it's a, without USC, the Pac-12 has nothing going for it. Uh, that's really what this is about. Colorado leaving uh, only mattered because Deion Sanders. Without him, it wouldn't have uh, it wouldn't have created a, a, a speck of dust in, in the wind. Uh, but 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 USC leaving there a year ago was was a body blow. And you know, yeah, they have a lot of nice schools and they have good quarterbacks this year. But uh, they play too late at night. Uh, there, there's not much interest. And quite frankly, what we have now, we have two super conferences in college football, and then another what I would call a nice conference in the Big 12. Uh, and, and, and I don't know where the ACC is. I mean, to me, one of the most interesting stories of the week was the fact that Florida State decided, you know what, we're too good for the ACC. Uh, we want out. Uh, and even today, there's another story out, Dan, on that, not to be jumping all over the place, that the university in Tallahassee is looking into private equity to try to buy their way out. Now, how much would it cost for them to leave? $120 million. Uh, they better they better work on that pretty pretty hard. Yeah, let me go back to the Pac-12 because I'm wondering if, and we saw this with Virginia and Virginia Tech, when they went into the ACC, they had to go together because of right. local governments or the you know state, uh, state governments. I don't know if Arizona, Arizona State are under that. Um, I don't know if Washington, Washington yeah. State, Oregon, Oregon State, can they leave without taking Washington State? Can they leave without taking Oregon State? Yeah, I, I think I know. I know in the Arizona case, the two are part of the same board, uh, and so th- that is really the problem. One group of people uh, decide for both schools. Uh, I'm not certain about the other ones. In most in most states, uh, the universities have different board of trustees, uh, so I'm, I, I would not venture a, a guess on on Oregon or, or, or Washington, but it, it's, I, I don't know how you can look yourself in, in the eye for the president of Arizona or Arizona state or any of those schools and, and want to stay behind. And, you know, I know I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, but I, I do that occasionally. Um, and uh, so, you know, good for them. Uh, they, they can, they can play on Apple TV and, and be streamed and, and, and be ignored by the rest of mankind because that's exactly what will happen. And they went from 10 to 12. They added Colorado and Utah. They tried to do 14. They tried to get Texas and Oklahoma. But then the Big Ten commissioner, I think, wouldn't let Texas keep all the money from the Longhorn Network. I mean, imagine if the Pac-12 had those schools, that they could be a a real force, and it it just feels like a sleep at the wheel. Dan, in 2010, as you remember, uh, Texas was gone. Uh, they were taking a group of schools with them to the Pac-12, and and Texas decided they they were like-minded of Cal and Stanford. They felt like their academics uh, matched there. That was that was back, that was back in the the dark ages of, of 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 intercollegiate athletics when somebody actually realized that people go to school, and that almost happened. It didn't. Uh, the Longhorn Network was born, uh, and that was really uh, what led all these other schools to leave uh, the, the, the Big 12. Uh, I mean, there was, you know, between Nebraska and, and Missouri and Colorado, uh, all these schools, uh, Texas A&M, uh, they all started leaving because of Texas. And, 
And now here we are. And, and again, it's easy to beat up on uh, one man, but I'm going to do it. Larry Scott uh, will possibly go down as the worst commissioner in the history of intercollegiate athletics. Uh, he had all these things at his hand. He couldn't he couldn't make anything happen. He would his cre- credentials to be the Pac-12 commissioner 13 years ago was I think he was the president of the Indoor Tennis Association, the World Tennis Association or some something like that. And uh, he also turned down a deal with the mothership about four years ago, which would have kept them cranking along pretty well right now, but it wasn't good enough for him. Talking to Paul Feinbaum, uh, ESPN radio host, the Paul Feinbaum show. Let me look at what the Big Ten is doing, because if if you're looking down the road here, Tony Batiti is running the Big Ten, TV guy, sharp guy, and a source said he's a, he's a good foil with Greg Sankey, like, you know, those two are going to run college football here in the next 10 years. But if you're the Big Ten, what is your strategy here? And how does Florida State factor into that strategy? Well, I think I think they need to be careful. And you're right. And what's different about today versus a year or two ago is that Kevin Warren, who was the commissioner of the Big Ten, felt like he knew everything uh, and he did not care to deal with people like Greg Sankey. Uh, Sankey and Petiti have already met a couple of times. Uh, they have, they, they are, they, they realize they are the two titans. They, they may have competing interests, but they have to, uh, you know, look after each other because they are, they are literally at the epicenter of the sport. And I, I don't think Florida State's really where the, uh, Big Ten, it wants to go. I, I think the Big, the Big Ten always covets Notre Dame, but, but Dan, that story has been going on for about 50 or 100 years. Um, I think they're they're watching the ACC pretty closely because that's another league that is a powder keg, uh, and I, I'm not suggesting it would bl- it could blow up. But if enough schools in the ACC say we don't we want out, uh, it, it, there's there's a poison pill in in their in their structure that could create mass mass chaos. Other than the, the, what I mentioned was a 120 million dollar exit fee, uh, I, I think schools like North Carolina, Virginia, they're much better fits for the Big Ten than, than Oregon okay. and Washington. And, and quite frankly, I don't think Southern Cal, uh, when, when they made the move, really uh, wanted anybody else from the, from the Pac-12 invited other than UCLA. Yeah, it's a great point. I was told that yesterday, that that was part of the agreement, whether it was written or not, but you know, saying to USC, we're not taking anybody else from the Pac-12. It'll be you and UCLA. Um, SEC adding, adding any schools? I mean, you, they have to they have to knock on your door. You can't show up without an invitation here. But can you see that? Yeah, I, I can see that only if uh, the Big Ten moves on and, and grabs somebody. Uh, I, I, the SEC, you know, is, is like everyone else. These are these are difficult things to do to digest two new schools. Uh, the SEC is still struggling whether it wants to play eight or nine games when it, when, yeah. when the expansion comes next year. I, I think they'll wait it out. Uh, but clearly, what Florida State was talking to the SEC uh, on on Tuesday. They weren't talking to the Big Ten. And if Florida State figures out a way, then there's Clemson and and Dan. Clemson and Florida State feel and feel like SEC schools. Yes. they are SEC schools. But Florida would be okay with Florida State in the SEC. Uh, probably not, but I doubt they really get a vote. Uh, Texas A&M didn't want Texas, uh, but <laughs> the league wanted them. I mean, they, they, this is no longer a democracy. Uh, one man rules the SEC. If I gave you Georgia or the field, who are you taking? I, I, I still like Georgia, Dan. Uh, 
they're, they have the easiest schedule known to mankind other, other than maybe Michigan's, um, except uh, they don't have to play Ohio State. Uh, they play uh, Tennessee at, uh, as their toughest game of the year. And that game is uh, on on the road, but it's still it's still not as tough as Ohio State. Uh, they ha- they have everything going. Uh, this this Georgia team looks like Alabama did ten years ago when they were trying to three P, which is exactly what Georgia is attempting to do, and I think they will. Has Nick Saban won his last title? Um, <laughs> I think there's I, I I think he has one more in him. Um, I, I think he has enough talent on that team uh, to win another title. Uh, they simply have, a, have to figure out the quarterback position, and that is a mystery uh, one day in the practice. Great to talk to you. Thank you, Paul. Have a great weekend. Dan, a pleasure. Thank you. Paul Feinbaum, voice of the SEC. Now, I had a source who sent me, he's been sending me some information this morning, that uh, Florida State could have joined the SEC. Uh, they declined. They had one. Uh, there were two openings in the SEC. This was a while ago. But this also allowed Florida State with Bobby Bowden to have that great run at Florida State because they were playing in an an inferior conference. Therefore, you're going to have a great record and you're going to play for national championships. But the state of Florida, or having Florida State, if you're the Big Ten, um, keep this in mind. Florida State alumni, you got over 400,000 living worldwide, largest concentration will be in Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Texas, and California. Well, those just happen to be four of the five valuable states that the Big Ten Network currently does not have teams in those primary markets. Stat of the Day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Once again, it's your footprint. You want to have, you know, these big uh, big states, big cities. You want to be able to have your brand in those states, California, Texas. And this is where, if you're the Big Ten, we can get into Florida. I, I, we get caught up in the, well, God, Florida State playing. Well, USC and UCLA are in the Big Ten. You know, we, we, like, let's stop this. Stop with geography, okay? Why is Nebraska and the big... T- it, I know. I get it. But let's stop with geography because it doesn't matter anymore. You know, where you are, uh, hey, you're going to be on the road. Uh, so it's good for business. may not be good for the student athlete. It's good for business. That's, what you, and that's how you have to think because that's how these commissioners are thinking. Who can we get? What about that state? How important is that state? Recruiting, getting your footprint. And this is what the Big Ten is going to weigh. Uh, but Clemson and Florida State, and if you would add them, let, let's say the Big Ten adds. The only way the Big Ten could top that is get Notre Dame. But if you get Washington and Oregon, okay, now I think you got the SEC's attention. Maybe then they reach out to Florida State and Clemson and say, you guys, you want to come in. I don't know what happens to the rest of the ACC. Like, I don't know where you go. But if that's the poison pill and Clemson and Florida State decide to go, then what's left? But I would think it this way. The Pac-12 still gets automatic entry. If I win the Pac-12, I don't care who it is, you get an automatic berth. You're in the playoffs. This helped Florida State and the ACC 
a basketball conference in Florida State, you know, was a football powerhouse. That's what's happening here. Andrew in Washington. Hey, Andrew, what's on your mind today? Good morning, Dan and Dennis. Happy Meat Friday. Um, real quick, my song for the year I was born was My Sharona. I'm not a music aficionado. It's just a fun song that came out the year I was born. So um, I can't believe that the Conference of Champions was taken down by a two-first-name commissioner, Larry Scott. That kind of sucks. I grew up here watching all the Pac-10, and uh, it, it's kind of miserable to watch it go away. But today's Todd's Day. It's a Fritzy Friday for real. Um, he's going on stage, and if there's one thing Todd has going for him is he owns the most uncomfortable situations as his own. If he can do one thing, it is perform and be in front of people when he's uncomfortable. So, Todd, you're going to kill it. I don't care what you're wearing. I don't care how many songs you're singing. I don't care how you're introduced. It's going to be great. Right. So just remember that, and All you right. do a wonderful Very job. nice. Thank that you very Andrew, much. Andrew's got your back there. Appreciate that, Andrew. Yeah. I think you're finding out that this audience is uh, rooting for I you. I feel the love. I can feel the support. You should. You should feel the love. It's comforting. It is. Yes. When we come back, the NFL phrase of the year for 2023. Also, he should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. No doubt. I'll tell you who right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I wasn't going to do it because I thought you might go Elvis. 
But that was my song. Yeah, but you didn't notice Elvis. You just found Elvis when the movie came out. You came in, you're like, oh, my God, Elvis, he's got great songs. I go... I did find an old program from a long time ago because my parents went to see Elvis, and I remember as a kid, I didn't know who is this guy in this outfit. So uh, I was familiar with him when I was really little, but it was just kind of a picture book that they bought or whatever. He's Roger Bennett. He is a co-founder of Men in Blazers Media Network. He's a big deal. Eva Longoria is the Men in Blazers guest on Twitch, kicking off at uh, 4.45 p.m. Eastern on Sunday. Wow, look at that, Eva Longoria. Hi, Roger. Oh, Danny P, it's a joy to be with you. Do I, can I just tell you, Paul Feinbaum, you had a photo of me and him side by side to promote this show. And I thought, oh, that looks handsome. It looks just like me, but he could be my son. Or me if I had a lot of work done. He's perfect. <laughs> Help me understand with these uh, sports stars buying into British soccer clubs. What I heard, I heard you, you've been offered one. I'm fascinated. I, I, uh, well, kind of offered two of them. Yeah. Why just have one go bankrupt on you when you can destroy two <laughs> from afar? <laughs> well, one was in France and one was in Italy. Mm, God, Dan, you don't want to get mucked up in that Italian crap. <laughs> let me tell you, that is, that is, that is, you'll end up in the Pine Barren season three. <laughs> Sopranos, before you know it, you'll be wondering, how did I get here? What, um, what are these guys, a lot of this. What, what are you guys getting, the, uh, these, these celebrities getting out of this, and then what do the clubs get out of Tom Brady buying in or J.J. Watt buying in? Wow, J.J. Watt buying into Burnley. It's an incredible thing. He's been on our show a ton, J.J. I've watched his passion for this football. This gentleman who grew up in Wisconsin, hockey player, football player, you know, American sports lover, falling in love with the game of, of English football, now partnering with Burnley Football Club. First of all, it's incredible to witness that. You know, when you look at the long ball game of when I came to America in the early 90s and 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 and, and uh, the congressman Kemp, who was the quarterback, was it for the Rams uh, walking around Congress when America was awarded the World Cup saying um, it's important for American children to know that football is where you rush with it and and, 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 and pass the ball with your hands, not where you kick it. One is American capitalism. The other is European socialism. How far we've come. And it is bloody <laughs> joyous that we are open to the world's game. And, and JJ is a symbol of that. But what do the teams get with um, with JJ Watt, with incredible tom brady if tom brady's team ever plays jj watts that would just be boom the team i support everton football club are so crap and so miserable so dark they'll probably end up getting johnny manziel buying into them or something but um but what do they get they get a mouthpiece they get a platform they get a chance right now america is still and this is you know men in blazers uh rise has been a testament to the fact that this football averse nation which was to the game of football like space to captain kirk the final frontier we are falling in love with this sport the biggest teams in the world barcelona you know manchester united even wrexham which we can talk about which i'm fascinated by what rob uh McElhenney, who's actually on our show today um we're just uh, launching out on youtube and uh, and, and ryan um, putting, you know, taking Wrexham using their speaker, they've made it a, a tiny, massive club. And what they get with Tom Brady or Leeds United, who essentially have the richest GoFundMe of owners. Now the 49ers are in, Jordan Spieth's in, Phelps is in, my mate Larry Nance is in, TJ McConnell. Um, 
it's like a GoFundMe of very wealthy athletes have bought Leeds United. They get a mouthpiece to speak to that American audience, which is gold dust for these teams right now. Um, the Orlando City coach called the game against Messi and Inter Miami a circus because of the officiating. Is it, it, <laughs> are they going to give Messi special treatment? Oh, man, I love it. The Orlando City coach is the only one who's actually beating the drum about that. No one gives a crap. What do we want? <laughs> we want messy morsels. We want golden nuggets. Can we just say, this man has arrived, this tiny man. He's a giant. Talk about billboards that are speaking to the entire world now welded onto the American game. And we've got a World Cup coming, Danny P, uh, 2026. We've got the biggest teams in the world uh, salivating about playing here in the United States, and we have Lionel Messi, this little demigod, walking amongst us, scoring for fun. Yes, it's a bit like if LeBron decided, you know what, I fancy fancy going to play basketball in London for a little bit. Oh, I just scored. I just scored 120 points this game, 57 boards. I threw in a, a very healthy 37 assist. I didn't really break a sweat. Um, but what he's doing is several times a game scoring goals that make the football world's nipples go hard and saying America, America, America. And that's so forget the Orlando City thing. You and or the Orlando City coach are the only two people that have mentioned the officiating. OK, wait, is is Messi, though, maybe making a mockery of the MLS? Because he, here's a guy who's, what, 36 coming over here and he's you know showcasing his talents. Does it make the league look inferior? Oh, that's a very good question. I mean, right now, Messi is going to a supermarket and getting, I think it was Publix he went to. He brought some um, He brought some Lucky Charms in his shopping bag, Lucky Charms, the Breakfast of Champions. Um, and that got Publix something like $3.7 million of global free global uh, advertising. Everything this man does when he goes to the pasta restaurant that has a 3.5 rating on Yelp, uh, but he goes there, it becomes almost like a transcendent holy site that thousands <laughs> then flock to. Um, so I don't, yeah, I, 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 ultimately there will be a point um, where it will become, it is in danger of becoming like my stupid LeBron in London analogy. Uh, we're not there yet, but it is incredible. He's playing with a, he gets assists, magical assists from this player called Robert Taylor. Um, who's a despite his name sounding like he's just been plucked from the streets of hello cockles and muscle South London. He's actually from Finland. This man, if you look at his biography, has played in the let's just say the anus of world football. He's played for Finnish teams I didn't even know existed. Has washed up in Orlando, uh, in 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 Miami, and is now ditching incredible assists. What, what, what happened to you? You given nipples and anus here in a span of about three minutes here. It's it's a Women's World Cup, Dan. I've been up since 2 a.m. every day for the past two and a half weeks um, while the Premier League teams have been f f uh, flowing across our nation, training your Chelsea's, your Manchester United's, your Wrexham's. These are days of bountiful uh, wonder for those who love football in this nation and just trying to keep up to it. Um, I think it's turned me into, into a slightly dark figure. But I am excited for your show. I'm excited for Todd. Is he a Daryl Hall or is he a John Oates? That's what I can't get my head around mm. in this moment. Mm. Todd, are you a John Hall or Daryl? Well, you got to have them together. They're a pair. If I had to pick one because he's the lead singer, I'd have to go with Hall. So Although Daryl Hall, appeared John on our Oates. Show. Yes, okay. Yeah, I mean, are you Stockton or Malone is really what we're asking here. <laughs>
Yeah. See, I, I think I'm a. I think I, I shouldn't go there at all. Sorry, I'm taking that on back. I'm a John Oates. I think in life it's the John Oates quiet, knowing your mustache is going to steal every photograph. I like that. Okay. I like that approach. Uh, uh, but I am excited for you guys tonight. How concerned should we be about our girls maybe bowing out? Our women. Yes. Oh. Um, it's, it's for context, the United States uh, trying to get a three-peat in the World Cup. Um, they've gone back-to-back. They've never done less than the semi-final in this tournament. Here we have Title Nine here. It's a unique advantage, a built-in advantage. Um, and this World Cup, it's been, it's been dark. It's been humbling. They've been unsyncopated. Um, it's been a little bit like if you tuned in for the last dance, only to see Jordan and Pippin crash out in the in the first round, be swept in the first round of the playoffs. That's the the possibility. They're in the round. They made the round of sixteen. They made the knockouts. They've yet to find their form. They are the most peerless team I've ever seen, athletically, mentally. This generation to generation tenacity. This generation to generation winning mentality. Um, and we play Sweden four forty five a.m. Which I'm going to watch with Eva Longoria, um, which could be for Eva Longoria. The football could be a challenge. Being with me could be definitely even worse. Um, but it is a real possibility. But to flip it on its head. Wait, how did I you mean, get Eva Longoria, though? She loves football. She's the owner of Angel City uh, in LA. She owns a Liga MX team, going back to your original thing. Okay. Eva Longoria is in it. She owns Nakaka. Um, who I actually adore in Liga MX. She's proper football. Um, you know, when England played America in the Men's World Cup, I watched it with Matthew McConaughey live on Twitch. People love watching along and watching people watching football. I, we're playing Sweden, um, who are very powerful, very good, very blonde. Um, I mean, <laughs> I prefer it, it. It's like play. It's a. It almost feels like we're going to play like the whole of Abbott. Um, on a football field and the US so far has been like the New York Mets version of the US women and I do believe oh. please God before Sunday night we will summon that tenacity of old that that mental ability that football women's football has exploded Dan and in the past we used to steamroller over all comers but now people are bloody good Morocco Haiti Jamaica well this, this goes back These to the, the stars. this is the dream team so basketball, what the Dream Team did to the world, that's what uh, Women's World Cup team has done. You can that's use a, that if you want. It's a, it's a, Dan, you're giving me gold. It is exactly that. The re, it's a, ultimately a great thing for the game of basketball, the, you know, oh, the yeah. global side of yeah. the game. It means that the days of America just automatically opening up a can of whoop-ass. And whatever happens in this World Cup, you know, our, t- our footballers that we develop here are very athletic and mentally just unparalleled. But the European game, the African game now, um, you know, even Morocco have been the darling of this World Cup. Have you had Messi on your show? Men in Blazers had Messi on the show. Um, Lionel Messi, he doesn't say a lot, Dan. It's an American analogy to that athlete, the athlete who just says everything with his play. But Mm -hmm. really, outside of commercials, I mean, you see Lionel Messi eating a lot of these. Um, on commercials, you see Lionel Messi drinking a lot of Pepsi, but verbally, um, he doesn't say a lot, and it's almost added to his his deep, deep mystique. Oh, okay. Um, 
So the answer been, is no. It's a long-winded way of saying no. You haven't had Messi on Men in Blazers, I, 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 and he won't come on the DP show now. You now you're supporting the Orlando City manager. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason why I'm not getting Messi is because I I'm 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 backing the. Uh, <laughs> Orlando head yeah, coach. Messi, Messi was like, oh, my God, I just love the Dan Patrick show. You know, like Daryl Hannah learned English in Splash by watching uh, daytime quiz games. Lionel Messi's no doubt been sharpening his English by watching the Dan Patrick show. He's like turning around to his wife, being like, Paul Feinbaum, he is demigod. <laughs> and um, and instead, he's like, oh, Todd Fritz, why is he not playing your kisses on my lips? He's saying to his wife. Um, like arguing about which Daryl Hall classics, what bangers Fritz is going to play bangers, tonight. Bangers. And now he just heard, and then he's like, oh my God, Dan Patrick and the Orlando City coach. Dad, man, he called his agent, said the interview with DP. You strike me as a guy who was a big Wham fan. I mean, if you don't appreciate the work of Wham, are you really alive? You, where are we going with this? God, some of the Wham early stuff was was just immense um, careless, careless whisper is uh, before that before that oh, okay. wham rap when these guys broke out just the two of them just L- north london lads on television no that wasn't good no that rap that rap song was oh, not but it was good. amazing they had they we didn't know what a suntan was which sun had not yet been invented <laughs> in england when we saw them and they were just like golden they didn't wear a shirt which is a dangerous game just leather jackets no shirt yeah chest hot wing. Yeah. On television, uh-huh. I was like, oh, my God. It's like I haven't felt that like, oh, my God, that's sexy since I saw that photo <laughs> of Paul Feinbaum this morning. <laughs> uh, be on your best behavior with Eva Longoria. Um, I, I will. I will. I do know that Messi's people are now got a vacant interview slot after they ditched <laughs> you. So I'm, like, I'm definitely on best behavior. I love the Lays. I love the Pepsi. I've got my messy look right behind me. Actually, I've got messy bottles of bud because I know he doors the bud as well as the lucky charms. So it will happen. But Danny P, we are living in incredible days for football. Of um, course, we are. Even since I've been coming on your and, show and soccer, so both of them. Yeah. By the way, can we just say <laughs> I've gone as a Chicago Bears fan from just bleak, wandering in the desert for like forty years to just a surging sense of i almost feel sorry for other teams we're going to be that dynastic now are, are you lonely <laughs> i mean you strike me as you're lonely you're on to me why'd you say that <laughs> i don't know it just it kind of it, you're you're surrounded by toys in a small room you're, and the Chicago Bears, my yes, of dynastic Bears. Like, Dan, Dan, I've got to tell you, I am, uh, I am genuine. I, I, I feel. Uh, is it is it the Tracy Chapman album I love, cover that's hey, making you fear for me? I, Tracy Chapman, yeah, she getting a, a another uh, trip around. Dan, here. I will tell you this: you can never be lonely when you're a sports fan because just the darkness of being a White Sox fan, a Chicago Bears fan, an Everton fan. Um, now the U.S. women slightly challenged. Um, you learn that when something mildly good happens, you just celebrate that sense of, of of meaning and that deep sense of connection to other uh, fans and not waste a single second. So I'm probably one of the most joyous and upbeat uh, human beings you will have on the show uh, this year until you bought Lionel Messi slash Eva Longoria slash John Oates. Uh, I will wear that mantle Um but ultimately, it is. I, I watch sports, Dan, telling you more than you want to know. Um, yeah, I like. I got a, I, Roger, experience. I have to go. I know you're lonely, 
And I it, didn't know we were talking to anybody else. I thought it was just you and me, Danny. We, we, well, we might not be talking to anybody else. We started out talking to people. But uh, uh, have fun this weekend. Men in Blazers. It's always, go, 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 USA. Okay. That's uh, Roger Bennett, co-host of Men in Blazers. Eva Longoria is going to join the show coming up. They had a half million people watch the last match with them. Pretty good stuff. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.